Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Its words will I hide in my heart that I might not sin against God. Don't you know that? I believe, I believe. I believe in the Word of God. Yeah, yeah. I believe, I believe. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Maranatha Ministries. We are your host, Janine, Jose, and myself, Matthew. Tonight we are embarking on, the only way to put this is a Bible study of Bible studies. That's what this is. Uh, When you take a look at just the very first chapter, we've got cross-references everywhere here. We've got We got Psalm 2, we got 2 Samuel 7, Psalm 97, Psalm 104, Psalm 45, Psalm 102, Psalm 110. And let me just state, that's just on the surface. That's just the the preliminary cross-references there. So literally, when you take a look at Hebrews, it's like taking a look at the book of Job. It's literally a Bible study of Bible study. So... Uh, now that we've got two people in the saddle, that means I don't have to pray at all. Uh-uh. <laughs> so, which one of you two want to lead off in prayer? I nominate Jose. Amen. Right. I, I second that motion, Jose. <laughs> all right. I'll open us up. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for allowing us to gather together, and we give you praise for allowing us to study your word. Lord, I ask that this Bible study be fruitful with there being three of us, Father. I know that that it will be multiplied, and I ask that the Ecclesia is edified by what we have to say today. Lord, I ask that your Holy Spirit bless this program and enable us to share what you want us to share with the body. Lord, I also want to say a quick prayer 
for a friend of mine who is, has serious health problems. Lord, he is battling uh, cancer as well as other, other spiritual issues, Father. And so I pray, I give a prayer of healing and a prayer of strength for that brother. Lord, we ask all this in the name of your Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Amen and amen. The thought, right. that came, the thought that came to my mind when you were talking about the three people is that the three-strand three cord is not easily broken. Amen. Amen to that. <laughs> That's the very thing that came into my head, too, uh, immediately. I thought I thought she was going to say the three stooges. <laughs> I beg your pardon. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, re I resemble that remark. I think I'm pretty well close to Curly. I don't know. I could be wrong. But um, on a serious note, who's going to read? Me, 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 me. Okay. Give us your best shot of the first chapter of Hebrews, Janine. Boy, yes. Okay. Korah was just a mere warm-up. So this is God's final word in his son. God, after he spoke long ago to the fathers and the prophets in many portions and in many ways, in these last days has spoken to us in his son, whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom, whom also he made the world. And he is the radiance of his glory and the exact representation of his nature and upholds all things by the word of his power. When he had made purification of sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as much better than the angels as he has inherited a more excellent name than they. Or to which of the angels did he ever say, Thou art my son? Today I have begotten thee. And again, I will be a father to him, and he shall be a son to me. And when he again brings the firstborn into the world, he says, And let all the angels of God worship him. And of the angels, he says, Who makes his angels winds and his ministers a flame of fire? But of the Son, he says, thy throne, O God, is forever and ever, and the righteous scepter is the scepter of his kingdom. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. Therefore God, thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy companions. And thou, Lord, in the beginning didst, play the, didst lay the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the works of thy hands. They will perish, but thou remainest, and they will all become old as a garment, and as a mantle thou wilt roll them up. As a garment they will also be changed, but thou art the same, and thy years will not come to an end. But to which of the angels has he ever said, Sit at my right hand until I make thine enemies a footstool for thy feet? Are they not all ministering spirits sent out to render service for the sake of those who will inherit salvation. Wow, that really nips in the bud a whole lot of false teaching going on out there. Especially, yep. especially this big one that 
the angel of the Lord is Jesus in the Old Testament. Right. I mean, that's one of the biggest ones. It still to this day persists in being one of the biggest ones because people that get into angelology, they get stuck right there. They're like, well, he's got, you know, special powers. Of course, in the Exodus, the father warned that, you know, be careful because this angel don't have to forgive you. But here in Hebrews chapter one makes itself perfectly clear. He is not an angel. And that is blasphemy. Calling the son of God an angel. That's paramount to blasphemy. Jose, your thoughts? No, yeah, that's that's what I picked up, Matthew. God goes through serious, serious concerns here to separate his son from the angels, setting setting them apart, establishing what the, the role of the son is and what the role of the angels are. Um, again, Matthew, because like you've said so many times over and over, all these doctrines have snuck in um, and all these, um, you know, false traditions about who Jesus is in the Bible. Um, yeah, what he says here is, is pretty amazing about the role of the son. I mean, I, we've heard over and over how he says he created the world through, through the son. Um, but boy, when he gets into verse 10 there, Matthew, that's a little bit more um, than I think most people um, understood what Jesus's role was uh, in the creation process. So, yeah, this is a real important chapter for us to discuss. And it's even even more important is, you know, right here in the opening diatribe here in in verse two. What is the sun? Why, why is God using the sun? Because he is appointed to inherit everything. Right. And it follows up in, you know, this is how this chapter ends. What is all this for? Who is, why is Jesus so important? Why must, uh, uh, why must we have an heir apparent to the very throne of God? Makes it very clear because Lottie Dottie, everything in creation, everything in creation facilitates this task. Verse 14. Are they not all ministering spirits? That means all the angelic host sent in order to render service for the sake of what? Those who will inherit salvation, those who will inherit it. So we cannot have an inheritance. We cannot inherit the kingdom of heaven without the heir apparent. And it is through that mechanism, a lot of things are differentiated here. And this is a really good place to point out that we actually have multiple groups going on here. Because you'll take note, those of us that will inherit salvation, we are the bride of Christ. Amen. 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 There's another group mentioned here. Oh, yes, there is. What does this mean? What is this grand riddle from Psalm 45? Verse 9. You have loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. Now, this is the reason. The bride of Christ isn't going to have a job, right? Right. Right. Somebody has to do this. Who is it that could be set up? Who is it that could be 
possessed with righteousness in such a way they hate lawlessness. What group could possibly facilitate this task to be what? What, what does this verse say? It, it'll make you check yourself in your spirit. Now, what does he say? Your God, now he's talking about the Son. This is talking about the Lord Jesus Christ. God the Father has loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. Therefore, God, your God, he says this lots of times in the Psalms. He will say, God, your God, referring to Jesus Christ, your God, that is who is seated upon the throne. That's God the Father. Your God has anointed you with oil of gladness above your companions. We got a serious problem because these companions, they're not the bride of Christ. They are not going to inherit salvation. That's not what the last verse in this chapter says. This is something else. This group is something else altogether different. Here, you get it in uh, the Greek here is uh, G3553. There's no beating around the bush here. There is no making exceptions to this rule. This does not mean an heir. This word, metikos, it means to share in. It means to be a companion. It means a partner. Okay, does everybody understand what's being said here? This just said that, you know, we will inherit salvation, but this group, they are partners or companions with the air, with Christ. Your thoughts, Janine? That's the 144,000. <laughs> I, I love Janine. She'll just, she just give it to me both barrels right in the chest, just point blank range, just put it right in my sternum and pull both triggers, give it to me. Exactly. You know, That's my job. But, <laughs> but this is Trixie. Very tricksy because Janine, so you're saying there's one group of 144,000? Because if not, if not, we're dealing with another number. So, so tell me, um, there are two separate groups of 144,000. You got Revelation chapter 7 and Revelation chapter 14. Now, most people say that's one group, so that's what you're saying. There, there's just one group like that. No, I'm I'm saying the, the the companions that follow the Lamb wherever he goes. Oh, you mean Revelation chapter 14? Yeah. Okay. You mean <laughs> you mean the book of Obadiah for one? To sing a song that no one else can sing. That's right. And Lottie Dottie and literally creation itself is going to dance to their tune. Amen. Amen. Literally, that's what's going to happen. Let's jump over there real quick. Read just the first five verses of Revelation chapter 14. Of course, we could go to Isaiah uh, chapter 26 as well and learn how they get there. But this is suffice. Who is who is Christ's companions? Who is going to set Mount Zion? Like I said, this is reference. This group is... and. Maybe I should talk about that real quick too. Let's, let's predicate this with the book of Obadiah because there 
in a single verse, you learn what role they facilitate. So jumping over to the book of Obadiah, the very last verse, verse 21, this is how it's stated. Deliverers will ascend Mount Zion to judge the mountain of Esau and the kingdom will be the Lord's. So make no mistakes. We got to find out who it is. And remember the Hebrew here, it does not version I predict that the Strong's uh, tease this to number H3467. Oh no, it's not. This says in Hebrew, Moshaim. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Mm-hmm. I, I don't need the strongest concordance to translate it for me. I can flip this tab over, look at it in Hebrew. That says Moshaim. Why is that important? Well, if you ask rabbinical scholars, most of them won't tell you. They won't discuss this with you because when you you have to look at it, it's literally saying the Moseses. Moses in Hebrew is not Moses. It's Moshe. His name is Moshe in Hebrew. This has the suffix Yodnim. It is the Moseses. Only the Moseses are going to ascend Mount Zion. And take note. This states that they will judge, but the kingdom is not going to be theirs. It's going to be the Lord's. Here, let me read it for you one more time. Once again, in the New American Standard Bible, or let's switch it off to the KJV. 
and saviors shall come up on Mount Zion to judge the Mount of Esau. And then it adds this final clause. And the kingdom will not be the Moshiach. The kingdom shall be the Lord's. Amen. Amen. So let's all accept this right now. Now we have what they're going to facilitate. No doubt about it. Now we know exactly what they're going to facilitate. They are going to judge in Christ's name. They're going to judge for him. Literally, you would have to call this group right now. You would have to call this group SCOTUS. In our tongue, in our day, this is SCOTUS. This is the Supreme Court justices. Amen? Yes. There's no debating. That's what that just said. So now, with that in mind, I'm sorry, go ahead. Did you say something? No. Okay, I'm getting some back feed probably from uh, probably from Jose again. Anyway, no big deal. Let's go to Revelation chapter 14. Here's going to give it to you straight, okay? And I looked. Oh, not the KJV. Then I looked, and behold, the Lamb was standing on Mount Zion, and with him 144,000. Right here you get it. This is why Janine said it's the 144,000. This is the group we're talking about. And with him 144,000 having his name and the name of his father written on their foreheads. And I heard a voice from heaven like the sound of many waters, like the sound of loud thunder. And the voice which I heard was like the sound of harpists playing on their harps. And they sang a new song before the throne and before the four living creatures and the elders. And no one could learn the song except the 144,000 who had been purchased from the earth. These are the ones who have not been defiled with women, for they are kept themselves chaste. These are the ones who follow the Lamb wherever he goes. These have been purchased from among men as first fruits of God and to the Lamb. Verse 5. No lie was found on their mouth. They are blameless. Now take note, ladies and gentlemen, should be common knowledge who he must be talking about. The only way this is physically possible, and I'll get Jose's take on this. The only way that, look, I'll read it one more time in the KJV. Verse 5 just is simply one of those verses that is no hold bar. Verse 5 in the KJV. And in their mouth was found no guile. For they are without fault before the throne of God. The only way this could happen is if they hadn't learned how to speak yet. Jose, your thoughts? Yeah, Matthew, that's, I mean, that's physically, that's the only way for that verse to be true. Um, we know the only man that this was true for was, was Jesus Christ. Uh, and every other man just falls short of, of this, Matthew. Um, in our emotion in our uh when our youth um you know there it's very easy for those lies to fall out and even matthew as a as a a meat-eating christian right e even then you get that temptation and 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 luckily the holy spirit catches it catches your tongue before that comes out but i mean yeah i i fall way short of this verse matthew and the only way uh this is true is going to be those that are that have yet to speak. Yeah, that's the only that's the only way that I see this being possible, Matthew. You know, I'm going to throw this one 
at Janine. Janine, what's your thoughts that um, these strange verses here talking about Christ companions? Why is it this is coming from one of the chapters of the book of Quran? This is straight from Psalms 45. What's your take on that? That scripture is a crystal lattice and everything is interconnected. Amen. And this stanza is also going to catch you off guard, this stanza from the book of Quran. Now, I will read the opening diatribe of Psalms 45 for the choir director according to Shoshanim. Mm -hmm. Now I've got Hosea's attention too. A masculine of the sons of Quran, a song of love. Jose, did that catch your attention? Oh, yeah, Matthew. Because <laughs> yep. you and I did a Shoshanim series, amen? Yes, we did, amen. Okay, so this is about something else. How, ladies and gentlemen, it is paramount that you understand. I'm sorry, I'm very hot in here. Um, this Airbnb does not have air conditioning, so I'm kind of hot. Sorry, I'm going to take my glass off because I'm sweating. Ladies and gentlemen, how could you have a Shoshanim song ascribed to the sons of Quran? Something massively is important going on. Jose, what is Shoshanim? Explain that to us. What is this psalm about? Well, that's the when we did that study, Matthew, we, we were we were learning that this is um all these all these shoshanim psalms were, were for the end for the conclusion right um and especially this one in regards to Quran. i mean janine is well well versed with with the study you guys have been doing um matthew that something bad happened to the sons of Quran, you know um and they they saw their they saw their family plunged into the depths of the earth, right? And they're and they're sitting there waiting for the conclusion. And, and all, all those psalms that you you hear with with their name involved, they have a different perspective than we do on on the end, on the conclusion, right? So, yes. um, yeah, that that's how you've got that's how you've got to understand this this psalm. Um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff here about the daughters and the virgins and all that but um well, all, stanza, all over this matthew yes yes uh-huh this stanza mentions the queen yes i mean so this stanza mentions christ's position post say some more post this is after we've been married to him we've become right. the cloven of christ king or queen right yes Okay, ladies and gentlemen, you have to understand, Shoshanim in the Septuagint is a Lagos Muthia. Look into it. You realize, ladies and gentlemen, what, what is this saying in the Septuagint? The Septuagint says that this psalm is pertaining to the changing. 
It's when you go through your relax. Yeah. I strongly yep. suggest everybody go back and listen to Jose and I's Shoshanine series. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a chapter of chapters. Let me say that again. Psalms 45 is a chapter of chapters. This one chapter, putting the Hebrew with the Septuagint, you realize that, oh my goodness, it is stating here that his companions, okay, his companions are going to be are going to be part of this resurrection. Okay. Yes, it's it, it's 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 stating that. So I'm going to read this stanza here, and you're also going to get us because, ladies and gentlemen, there's only one way for a woman. There's only one way for a bride to become a queen. She has to be married to her husband. Okay. So let's take a look at this stanza in the uh, uh, Psalm 45 here. Um, wow, I wish I could read. How long is this? It's only 17. Well, you know, I like to get carried away. Let's just do this stanza, uh, starting in verse 6 uh, from Psalm 45. Your throne, O God, is forever and after. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. I can't even make it through this stanza. Ladies and gentlemen, this is talking about the rod of iron. He's coming right out and telling you that there's a two-part to this equation. They're his companions, and they're those that has been resurrected. That is exactly what Revelation chapter 20 states. Anyway, sorry. That's who he's talking about, the rod of iron. He's coming right out and telling you these things prophetically. Verse 7. Sorry, I couldn't read through it. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of joy above your fellows. All your garments are fragrant with myrrh and aloes and cassia. Out of ivory palaces, stringed instruments have made you glad. King's daughters are among your noble ladies. At your right hand stands the queen in gold from Ophir. Ladies and gentlemen, you are that queen. Let me say that again. What do you think the bride of Christ is going to become, ladies and gentlemen? Let me ask Janine this. Janine, where have you ever heard from the pulpit or any end-time Bible teaching, when have you ever heard it stated that the bride of Christ is going to become the queen? When have you ever heard that? Never. Why, Janine? Okay. Because they don't know it. How could they not know it? Okay. Christ is... He is the king, right? Do you not know? Have you not heard? They have not. Janine, that's impossible. Everybody that's read the New Testament knows Jesus gets coronated king over God the Father's creation. Everybody knows that, right? Yes, but there's nowhere that it says he needs a queen. Okay. So you're denying that we're ever going to get married to Jesus? No, I'm not. But they're not they're not equating that marriage with being elevated to queenship. 
what on earth would you call it when you're married to the king of creation? Because <laughs> a bride, Janine. I'm playing devil's advocate here. Forgive me. <laughs> what would you have done? What would have happened if you'd have walked up into the palace and called Esther the bride? What would the king have done to you? Um, it wouldn't be pretty. He'd cut your head right off if you dared address his wife, Esther, as anything other than the queen. Oh, yes, she was. And I see Esther in Psalm 45 as well. Who else are you? Lord have mercy. And I shouldn't say that, but I was going to say, who else would you see? But of course, you might see Bathsheba, right? Because that's that's the bride of David. You might see that. I guess there's a couple of different people that you could see. And amen. But most I, notably, I see, Esther, I see Esther because of the myrrh. The myrrh and the cassia. Exactly. That's what I was getting ready to say. And you beat me to the punch. Amen. Amen. Sorry. Amen. And Sorry. amen. <laughs> so. And that's another book. If you want to study Bible prophecy, study Esther. I mean, and those are the same same fragrant herbs that they anointed Christ's body with. So shouldn't shouldn't any Christian that's been reading through their Bible every year eventually? Don't you think they should have picked that up themselves? That everybody runs around all. All the Calvinists run around, all the dispensationalists run around and say, we're the bride of Christ, we're the bride of Christ, we're the bride of Christ. No, no, I, I know what the bride of Christ King hit. I, I... Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's almost offensive to address Jesus proper because what he is, he is the king and there is no other. And no matter what you say, if you get in God's presence, you better not call his wife his bride. You better call her the queen. And he's telling you in this one in this one psalm, if you have eyes that can see and ears that can hear, he's telling you this rod of iron is made up of two. Christ's and those that will be resurrected and in that order. It's is that way and no other way. So and Oh my goodness. We're already down half the program. Um, and I'm only into the first cross reference. Uh, Jose, back to you. Um, I'm sorry I got carried away. No, here. just real quick, I just want to add and direct us to, to Matthew 26, um, where it talks about the, the woman with the alabaster box with the precious ointment. And and Amen. Jesus himself says that the reason um what the ointment is for is for his burial. Um, and she, he makes that very clear. And he says that what this woman has done will be a memorial of her. So, uh, again, we're directed to that resurrection process um, with what's being said in Hebrews 1 and, and Psalm 45, Matthew. Like you said, the, the, the second portion of that stick that Jesus is going to, that rod of iron that Jesus is going to rule with. Amen. 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 Janine, your thoughts? My thoughts are getting back to what you were saying about people reading and, and not seeing. Um, I don't have the scripture references at the tips of my fingers as you do. I, I apologize for that. But the verses that state that having the form of godliness but denying the power thereof, I believe that's why they are reading this but they are not seeing this. They're reading this, but they are not hearing this. They are reading it, but they are not learning it. It is not a heart or spirit knowledge that they are getting, but merely words. Jose, you agree, disagree? What's your thoughts? Yeah, yeah, that's that's the only way. Um... Look, if you don't acknowledge that that there's a, that Christ has a queen, then you're not acknowledging that He's the King. And I Amen. don't know. I don't know if that's if that's the stop that we're getting with with these individuals, um, because that's like dangerous. Said, Matthew, uh, I mean, God makes it clear that that He's setting up throne for His Son um, to rule and reign for a thousand years. But I don't know. That's just a thought that came to my head. Um, that they're not acknowledging that he's going to be king, and therefore they're not acknowledging that he's going to have a queen. Well, and I think it goes even deeper. I think they're not acknowledging the um, ultimate power of God. 
They are not looking at God as he is, which is the ultimate. He is the first cause. And whether or not they want to admit it, um, they're all a bunch of Darwinists. Whether they want to admit it or not, huh? Yep. They they portray it in how they preach, in what they preach, why they preach, how they preach. They're Darwinists. They're God haters. Amen. Steep words, Jeannie. I'm sorry I, I if I offend any one but i believe it to be the truth one thing's for sure we'll find out and we'll settle up at the bema seat amen 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 let's let's talk about this next quote which i can't stray away from. i i i can't shy away from it there's no way there's no way i can shy away from this verse five here I'll read it in KJV. For unto which of the angels said he at any time, Thou art my son, for this day I have begotten thee. And again, I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. This is straight from God's covenant with David. It's directly taken from it. This is a direct quote. From 2 Samuel chapter 7, verse 14. And if you listen to it, it's going to tell you about this rod of iron. It gives you both sides. It gives you top and bottom of this iron scepter. It gives you both sides of this stick, these two sticks God joins together in Bible prophecy. I don't have time to talk about that chapter. There's just not enough time. Here it is in one verse. Now, now listen for it. You have to have ears that can hear. I will be a father to him and he will be a son to me. When he commits iniquity, I will correct him with the rod of men and the strokes of the sons of men. He just came out and told you God is going to rule via his son. His son is going to correct correct with two different types. The instrument of his wrath will be adults. They will be men. Yes. The rod of men and what? The strokes of the sons of men. sons of men. What does that Mm -hmm. say? Why does yes, Janine Moshain? This is what this is saying prophetically. If you have ears that can hear, Jose, who has the rod in this verse? Is it is it men or sons? It says the rod of men. Okay, but who actually swings the rod? Yep, the the sons of men. That's right. They he is coming. Go ahead, Jose. Yeah, I'm just saying they're the ones that in, that inflict the blows. That's what it's saying. To me, it's saying this. 
It is the sons of men that says who, what, where, when, why. And the men are the ones that execute the blows. Okay. This is the perfect way to say this, especially in Hebrew and or Greek. But you had to have ears that could hear. You had to have eyes that could see. Because if you look at this in English, you have no idea. You couldn't see. Ladies and gentlemen, Janine, once again, she she let the cat out of the bag. She immediately jumped right on it. She said, I know who they are. That's 144,000. I had to add, well, which group is that? Because everybody else teaches there's only one group of 144,000. They've got, they have a little commentary in chapter seven, and then they got a little commentary in chapter 14. But they all say it's the same group. But right here, if you knew what was coming, if you knew what was to come, if you knew what God said in at least, in at least Revelation chapter 20. If you knew that and you knew about these two groups, when he words it this way, you'll hear it. Let's read it out of the KJV. Once again. Write this down. This is from God's covenant directly to David in 2 Samuel chapter uh, 7, verse 14. I will be his father, and he shall be my son. Now, just so you all know, this happens at Christ's coronation. Amen, Jose? Amen, Matthew. So, when you open the book of Revelation, how do you see Christ? It keeps calling him the lamb, looking as if it had been slain, right? Right. Isn't this verse, to begin with, telling you this is a point in time when God says, no, no, from this point forward, he is my heir. Is right. it not exactly that way? Once again, how many times have we read that chapter in Daniel? How many times do we have to read it? It makes itself perfectly clear right then that after the little horn sets up his kingdom, it's after that that the Son of Man is presented before God the Father. Right, Jose? Right, yes. We know exactly what Revelation chapter 11, verse 15 says. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't have to like it. Christ is coronated not until Revelation chapter 11, verse 15. Yes, he is. So you're getting the full meal deal in one single verse. I didn't even finish it in the KJV. Let me try to finish it again. I will be his father and he shall be my son. If he committeth iniquity. I will chasten him with the rod of men and with the stripes of children of men. Now, you've got to remember Hebrews, uh, Hebrew, ladies and gentlemen. It's not saying I will chasten him with the rod. That's not what it's saying. Hebrew is very just base rooted. Here, it basically says if iniquity is committed, chastened with the rod of men. 
You have to remember that Hebrew is a very prophetic language. But if you had ears that could hear, this verse just told you end-time Bible prophecy in its totality. It really did. It really did. So I suggest that everybody read that in their own time. You need to read that. It's uh, Second Samuel chapter 7, verses 8 through 17. Now, I don't have time to talk about those verses prophetically. It is in time Bible. Literally, literally Christ's kingdom is put in there from front to back, from side to side, up to down. Janine, your thoughts? I keep thinking about the crystal streets in the heavenly kingdom. And why be, because they're made of gold, but you can see through them. Gold that is chemically pure is transparent. Wow. Jose, I was told this. I was told this by a chemist who was a Christian. Say that again, Janine. Gold that is 100% chemically pure is transparent. But there is no chemically pure gold on this earth. Then how could Yet. that Yeah. Then, then how could that chemist possibly know that? Someone somewhere in some lab extrapolated it with looking at the chemical signature. They can tell wherever gold, if you test a gold, you can tell where it came from in the world by its atomic structure. That that kind of sounds like uh, the gold of Ophir, Matthew. Amen. <laughs> If that's not Amen. pure, I don't know what is. <laughs> okay, okay Janine, in the Bible, especially in the Hebrew, when it says the gold of a fear, usually what's that in reference to? Oh, I'm sorry. My brain is just quit. <laughs> the angels, the angelic. Amen. Also, the daughter, the king's daughter in Psalm 45, this... Uh, Thy right hand stands the queen in gold from Ophir. Boy, we're running out of time. I mean, surely I can do at least three cross-references because this next one, once again, is off the hook. So we need to take a look at this uh, from Psalm 97. It comes up in, in uh, verse 6 here in Hebrews. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. 
From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So let me get all the way back to Hebrews. My goodness, I've done been once around the ride. I've been all over this Bible. Um. Man, I love God's word. Uh, let me get back to Hebrews chapter 1, verse 6, if I am not mistaken. Verse 6. Yes. Um, verse 6. And when he again brings the firstborn into the world. Now, now take note. This firstborn is extremely important. This is literally using the same phraseology it did from Revelation chapter 14. Yes, these are the first fruits of the womb. They are firstborn. But anyway, once again, I love God's word. I can't even read one verse. And when he again brings the firstborn to the world, he says, and let all the angels worship him. Amen. This is from Psalm 97, verse 7. I notice that he says, and when he again brings the firstborn again yeah Ex okay you don't even realize what you just said janine you just stated there's only two events have you ever heard there's two advents of christ of course you haven't no you haven't you know christ first advent in bethlehem amen Amen. What just came out of your mouth is proof beyond any shadow of a doubt. There's only two advents, Janine. There's not three. Okay. There's only two events. There's no partial perusia of Christ. There's no partial return. That's a lie. But yes, exactly, Janine. This is a very, very strange thing to say. Let's go to Psalm 97 and see where it states this. It says, let all those be ashamed who served graven images, who boast themselves of idols. Worship him, all you gods. Phrased a little bit differently, isn't it? Let's try the KJV. What does it say? Confounded be all that serve graven images that boast themselves of idols. Worship him, all ye gods. Okay. 
that's enough to get your attention, isn't it, Jose? Uh, yes, Matthew. <laughs> that's enough to that's enough to nip you in the bud. Right. It's at that time you take all of your entertainment eschatology and you just you just decide to sit down and think about this for a minute. Because this chapter is paramount. These are 12 verses of breakneck speed. This is about Christ's pure dominion and power. And besides that dominion and power, there is none. And if you can if you cannot see, he was directly referring to the beast, his false prophet, and the image. You're blind as a bat. Janine, go to uh, Psalm 97 for me and read those 12 verses, please. Okay, bear with me. I am utilizing paper here, so Amen. I'll go there as quickly as I am able. So while she's looking, I just want to add that in the Greek is where, where it references the angels in that verse, Matthew. Um, but it does say gods in verse 9, um, just like the Hebrew does. So, Okay, which and, verse did you wish me to read, Matthew? Give them all 12 of them. The Lord's power and dominion. The Lord reigns. Let the earth rejoice. Let the many islands be glad. Clouds and thick darkness surround him. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. Fire goes before him and burns up his adversaries round about. Amen. His lightnings lit up the world. The earth saw and trembled. The mountains melted like wax at the presence of the Lord. At the presence of the Lord of the whole earth, the heavens declare his righteousness. And all the peoples have seen his glory. Amen. Let all those be ashamed who serve graven images, who boast themselves of idols. Worship him, all you gods. Zion heard this and was glad. And Amen. the daughters of Judah have rejoiced because of the judgments. O Lord, for thou art the Lord most high over all the earth. Thou art exalted far above all gods. Hate evil, you who love the Lord, who preserves the souls of his godly ones. He delivers them from the hand of the wicked. Amen. Light is sown like seed for the righteous and gladness for the upright in heart. Be glad in the Lord, you righteous ones, and give thanks to his holy name. Amen. <laughs> amen. 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 So amen. be it, Lord. So, so be it, Lord. You know, Ladies and gentlemen, you really got to have eyes that can see to see what's being stated here. Because if you don't know your game, God's going to take you and spin you around and let you chase your tail. Jose, your thoughts on these 12 verses. What did you hear? Matthew, I mean, look, God's telling us in Hebrews that he's talking about his son in, in these verses here, Matthew. But boy, is the yod heh vav -Hey all over this chapter, Matthew. And that is blowing me away right now. I mean, Amen. <laughs> um, Amen. yeah, yeah, this is talking about the sun and when he reigns. But um, he's got God's got his name stamped all over this chapter. 
Yes, he does because, well, something. Uh, now, now listen, Jose. The mountains met. Uh, verse five. The mountains melted like wax at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the load of the whole earth. The heavens declare his. And Jose. Who is that? To, what incident? Well, okay, let me ask you this. Is it not true there must be mountains present at this event? Yes. So this is right before the sixth seal, right? That's right. This is God the Father. Yes. Amen. Amen. Now, in the middle, once again, we just talked about that infamous chapter in Daniel that we keep mentioning. It says that, well, for one, God takes his throne. Amen. Amen. Yes, he does. And it's in there. I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, yes, he does take his throne. And then he sets up thrones, right? Yes. Somebody obviously occupies those thrones. We're not going to talk about that right now. <laughs> After this happens, it's quite clear that it's during this time that the beast comes up from the abyss, the false prophet sets down at his right hand. They make the image and instill 666, right? Right. The whole planet's going to worship that image, right? Yes. We don't need to read that chapter again, do we? Nope. We do not need to give honor where honor is obviously not due. I'm not here to entertain anybody. This is painfully stating that you've got God's day. There's a moment when Everybody is worshiping idols except the daughters of Judah, right? Right. And it's at this point that why are these women rejoicing over the presence of the Most High? Obviously, this is a Exodus sort of event, right? Yep. So then you have the Perusia of Christ. Verses 10, 11, and 12, because that's a period at the end of this sentence, amen? This is stating exactly, yep. it's stating exactly what 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 states, right, Jose? Yes. At the return of Christ, going back to that infamous chapter in Daniel, let's say it again. God sits down, then the little horn grows up, right? Becomes right. big, maximizes himself. Then Christ is coronated and Christ comes back and he's given all dominion and everything, right? Yes. Here, ladies and gentlemen, the perusia of Christ is verses 10, 11, and 12. This is end time Bible prophecy in a nutshell. 12 verses right straight from Hebrews chapter 1. Amen. Amen. And wow. It is time to pray us out of here. I can't believe this. Anyway, let me say this one more time. Everybody needs to write this down. The other places where this uh, chapter is from, Hebrews chapter 1, okay? Psalm 104, Psalm 102, Psalm 110. I mean, we didn't even scratch the surface. Oh, I'm sorry. Verse 5 uh, also is from Psalm 2. I mean... 
it's it's the origin. I don't have time to talk about the song too more. It's 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 time, it's time to pray us out of here. I cannot emphasize this enough. This enough. This is a book of books, and it's a chapter of chapters. It's right down here. Hebrews chapter one lays the full foundation for the kingdom of heaven. You can get it from Aleph all the way to Tov. It's here, lock, stock, and barrel. What's going to happen? How he's going to do it? When he's going to do it? The whole nine yards. And one thing he makes perfectly clear in this chapter: somehow, some way, Jose, the angels are going to get the short end of this stick, aren't they? Yes. So with that in mind, it's time to pray us out of here. So who started out with prayer? I did. <laughs> that means Janine gets to finish. Amen. Amen. All right, Janine, take us out of here. Thank you, Father. That seems like such a trite phrase to praise your holy name for the, the beauty, the wonder, the awe, the joy the fear, the trembling, the longing that you have in your scripture for us and that we have for you. Father, we just ask that you use our words to draw people unto you, that you use your words to draw people unto you, that you write your name in their hearts, Father, and, and make the, the scripture clear to them wherein their salvation lies, Father. It does not lie in the words of men. It does not lie in the ceremonies of men it lies only in you and in the blood of your son our lord jesus christ we ask this in your mighty name amen 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 and amen hallelujah till next time wait a minute i might want to give a hint so people might have a clue i have had to take an escapade today this 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 weekend i'm going to pick up aaron from the airport tomorrow as he is back from his summertime excursion in paraguay south of the equator so it just so happens that i am in janine zip code so we're going to have an on location with janine uh my wife aaron and myself so that should be a pretty good get together and everybody might find out some things that they never knew because when you are in my presence you are permitted to ask me anything you would like so normally uh, online i never do that but janine can ask me any personal question she'd like um, we can talk about any biblical topic and not only that she not only gets to have my input she gets to have baby cakes and Aaron's input. So that should be quite a blessing. So pretty excited to do that. I don't know when we're going to do it, but um, for this very reason, we're staying over here until Saturday just to make sure that we're able to bless Janine. So look forward to that, ladies and gentlemen. Till next time, God bless. Godspeed.